Hey, hey y'all, hey y'all. I'm Soph. And I'm Nat. And, and we're, we're the, the Travel Brats. Brats. Welcome to our podcast. We've been putting the brat in travel. Since 2020. And we're just getting started. From hidden gems to world-class travel. We've been sharing hot and not destinations from a bird's eye view and a party, party of, of two. two. So what's on the itinerary today? Hey, 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 Travel Brats. Happy Travel Brat Tuesday. It's Soph. And Nat. Coming to you from the studio, guys. And today we are taking you back to Europe to talk about, drumroll please, Ghent. 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 Do you know where Ghent is? Oh, you do, because I told you. (laughs) Would you have known, though? No. Have you heard of Ghent? Yes. Yes. I have. Okay. I feel like Ghent is a pretty... In a movie. Yeah. Like, people (laughs) go to Ghent. In the olden days, they would go to Ghent and do fancy things. In Ghent and the castleys and and the streetsies and eat the croissants. Okay, I don't know what. I'm I'm, I'm very confused again. Well, (laughs) uh, you bring up a good point, though, with the croissants. Everyone can enjoy a good croissant. But we are back in the Dutch slash Flemish part mm-hmm. of Holland. So no croissants. Sorry. No croissants. Actually, it's funny because a lot of the places that we've talked about in Belgium are in Flanders. <laughs> um, the only two places that speak French were when we were in Namur in Wallonia. Oh, yes, I remember. Oh, yes. You remember. <laughs> <laughs> and then in Brussels. But other than that, we've stayed in Flanders. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's fitting. My family is Dutch and so Flemish and Dutch. I mean... Again, as I said in a previous episode, there is a little bit of a head-butting situation between the Flemish and the Dutch. Fine, fine. But the Dutch hey, are okay. You know? Right. Uh, I, I feel like it's like, you know, if you're a New Zealander and people are like, oh, are you from Australia? And you're like, you're like oh, I want excuse to me. You. you know, and then if you're Flemish and someone's like, are you from Holland? Are you from the Netherlands? Then they're like, um, hello. You know, so it's kind of one of those things. I feel like a lot of Canadians probably in Europe get that or are you American no thank you <laughs> I will tell you what the funniest one was is my sister and I were in, in Ireland one time and this couple that was on vacation clearly walked up to us in very American accents and we're like hola and we were like hey oh <laughs> my you're like yeah it was really we're funny. American too bro yeah but I mean I, I totally feel people when they do that like I've gone up to like I've I've thought Australian people um, no, I thought South African people sounded like Australian. Well, South Africans yeah. understand that their accent is so wacky. It's similar. It's like they get, they probably get British, they get Australian, they get New Zealander, they get right. probably all sorts of weird combinations like, of things. Like, take it easy. I'm sorry. I haven't heard that many South Africans speak. Yeah, so exactly. It's, like, it's a very, and, and side note about South Africa, also Afrikaans, the language, oh, yeah. is a, uh, it derives from Dutch. No way. Yep. So a lot of the people oh, yeah, in South Africa actually have Dutch sounding accents as well. So there's See? kind of that influence as well. It still goes the back. Dutch to, all goes are back to Europe. Everywhere. 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 We're everywhere. everywhere. If you can't tell, I'm Dutch. I already said that. Okay. You're like Dutch, Canadian. All right, I'm moving on. So many things. I love how every Belgium episode is like the first five minutes is just me talking about Dutch people. <laughs> just yeah. So Ghent. Ghent is amazing. I loved this city. This city... So, first off, my first trip to Belgium Mm -hmm. was, of course, to visit my sister and her husband and their newborn baby in Brussels. Not not your daddy, because Belgian chocolates? Daddy's from... (laughs) Not your daddy? What? (laughs) I'm sorry, I had to. You've seen Austin Powers. 
Where he's like, Mini me, Daddy brought you oh, chocolates. Oh my god. He's like, gosh. Belgian chocolates, mm-hmm. that's where Daddy's from. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's why I went. That's why I went, guys. It was sorry, because daddy I'm obsessed with Austin Powers. I just had to go. Our daddy doesn't listen. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. Okay, I'm done. Sorry. We're off to a great start. Yes. So visiting Brussels and my sister, who has just given birth like two weeks ago is like let's go somewhere she is like she's amazing so she's just like ready to jump and go she's like i'm gonna take you all over brussels and so the first day i get there she's like you know trying to keep me awake because i just traveled and jet lag and so she's trying to keep me awake we go all over brussels i'm like i cannot believe you had a baby two weeks ago and you're just like walking all over the city with me and then she's like so i got us tickets to go to ghent on saturday and i think i got into town on a thursday Mm mm-hmm and she's like, yeah, in two days, we're going to go, and we're going to get on a train, and we're going to go to Ghent. It's an amazing city. I really want to show it to you, and we're going to take a family trip. So we all went. They took Sophia, my brother-in-law, oh my Julian, Little Rachel, babe. my sister, and myself, and then they took Sophia. It was Sophia's first trip. Oh, no, guys, her... she's not talking about us. She's talking about the niece. <laughs> yeah, sorry, my niece, Sophia. <laughs> this is my first so it was her first trip as a baby. She's two weeks old. And Aww. the thing is, if you have a baby in, in a, any European city or uh, any big European city or like a place like New York or L.A. or Chicago, it's like your kid is going to get used to getting up and going. Yeah. And they live on the go and just travel and getting on trains. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, she'd already been on like the subway, the metro they have, wow. um, because that's how they travel. Right. And so being on a train wasn't like this new thing, but it was the longest trip she had taken at that point in her little life. Wow. And she definitely had little moments of struggle. You know, sleeping was, they, they, she was trying to nap on the go. Anyway, it's, kids are fun and it was an experience. And my sister is so brave for just diving in. I'm yeah. just saying, we're going to try this. You know, she's got to get used to it eventually. We've yeah. got to get, really, the parents have to get, have used, to get to used to it eventually. But it was an awesome trip, and Sophia did so well. And so we get on the train, we go to Ghent, and we get on this free walking tour, mm-hmm. which a lot of European cities have these free walking oh, tours, cool. and you just pay at the end. You just, like, give a tip. Mm-hmm. So we just, you know, tipped. I think we did, like, five euros per person. And so the guy makes bank like he does very well for himself because his probably he or she whoever these tour guys are ours was a guy they're probably taking like five or six tours a day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and And they probably have like an average of 30 people on these tours yeah and people are paying them in tips and they get paid from the company so it's you do the math it's a good gig free walking tours and they're great for us because I mean, every city that I did a free walking tour in when I was in Europe back 10 years ago, back last year, any time, it's always so much fun. That's cool. The free tours wonder, are great. I wonder what the company gets, like, the company gets paid by the city? I'm guessing so. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe, like, you know, other companies, but maybe, yeah. do they take you by, like, they take you into places? Or well, I think there's around? probably, yeah, so yeah. They, they take us like places, they'll, they'll say, like, oh, here's the best place to get this, or here's the best place to get this. Now, I don't right. know if they get sponsorships, yeah. or, you know, That's things cool, like though. that. But it really is a cool thing, because they really stuff. do give great suggestions of places to go. Oh, I bet. And the yeah. tour, I think in Ghent, the tour was maybe an hour and a half, and I'm trying to think how long the tour was in Bruges, probably around the same, because mm-hmm. these cities are pretty small. Yeah. But Ghent, I, okay, it's hard for me to decide between Ghent and Bruges because those, I think, are probably 
two of my favorite, small, charming, very old, old cities. Okay, I was going to ask you which one was your favorite, so you can, yeah, well, that's it, kind of it's, a tie. It's really tie. hard. I mean, they both have their own charm. Bruges is old, like mm-hmm. old, 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 old. Ghent is very old, but I think Bruges technically takes the lead as far as like certain though. parts of the city being even older than other parts. And I think Ghent, mostly some of the history goes back to maybe like... 700s, whereas in Bruges, you have places that are like, I don't want to say like way older than that, because how much older than, you know, but it's just like, oh, this was in the, before the hundreds, this part of the town existed, things like that. Looking for the cutest new travel pieces for your adventure wardrobe? Then shop Best Dressed. From gorgeous sundresses to adorable bikinis and cozy sweaters, Best Dressed has the perfect travel pieces for any vacation destination. Check them out at shopbestdress.com and use code TRAVELBRAT20 for 20% off the entire store. Ghent really is such a gem of a city. It's so charming. It's so beautiful. It's so, um, like, I felt like Bruges was a little bit more spread out, whereas Ghent, you're like, you feel like you're just on top, like everything's kind of That's cool. not on top of each other. It doesn't feel claustrophobic, but it really feels like the city just like envelops you. Ooh, that's like you're kind cool. of, it, it, it's hard to explain, but it, it really is yeah. so, so beautiful. And I was looking back at pictures and just like, what a sweet time we had. We just had such mm. a wonderful time walking around. And then after the tour, mm. we took the guy's suggestions mm. and we went and we had a snack at one place. We went oh, and got cool. beers at this other place and Ghent is known for a lot of um, beers that are only served in Ghent. Um, and I, of course, I'm blanking right now on what kinds they are, but it's it's just like a lot of these Belgian cities are very proud of their beer, of their, uh, you know, whatever food they have, whether yeah. it's more French-leaning cuisine or more Flemish-leaning cuisine. But Ghent, we went to this really cool place that served like Every beer you could ever think of, and then all the ones that were specific to Ghent, which was really oh, cool. And it's on cool. the water. Like a lot of these cities have little waterway waterways that you can get a little water tour. Now we didn't do the water tour in Ghent, like I ended up doing in Bruges with my parents. Uh-huh. But we just sat on the water and so nice. drank our beer. It was so marvelous. Mm. But one of the city's most famous attractions, and this place is really cool, is called the Gravenstein castle okay and our tour guide he i'm pretty sure he was a teacher of some kind Mm -hmm. or had maybe gone to college in ghent like he he was from ghent first of all but he also i think was a teacher of history so of course it makes sense that he would want to do the tour because he just has this wealth of knowledge so he was telling us all these really interesting factoids about different parts of the city cool that were really historical but then also these little things that were just like fun things that you might not hear on a typical tour yeah um so the castle was built in the 12th century and it served as the seat of the counts of flanders so very fancy and it's this really cool like fortress looking castle i mean it's it's awesome and it's like right in the middle of the water it's like it's it's not like it's got a moat around it but it definitely has like water around it but yeah today it's a really popular tourist destination and it basically offers visitors a chance to explore inside if you want we didn't go inside but you can see it from the outside but then also if you want to go inside you can It's it's just it's so cool but one of the things that he said that i thought was so interesting was that um, in November of 1949, 
-hmm. There were a bunch of college students, like almost 150 college students from the University of Ghent that took over the castle. They did like this big protest because for some reason the government, and I don't know if it was just like the local government in Ghent or maybe it, it must have been the local government had increased the price on beer. Oh, that's And they were funny. so mad. And so they like took over the castle, which wasn't so even being funny. used. Like this is in 1949. This isn't even in medieval times. No. But they just like took over the castle and they were like doing all this crazy stuff. So and it was, like, it was like this whole thing. Produce now I can't remember if they then lowered the prices of beer or if all these kids just got in like, trouble and they just up. had to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. But it was just a bunch of crazy college let's, kids. Let's storm the castle. Like, shortly after World War II, literally oh, storming the castle because How they funny. were pissed about the, the price beer. of beer. Well, that makes so perfect sense, doesn't it? Hey, <laughs> sounds about right for college kids. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Oh. But you no, know, you know, though, with the tour guides, it's like you're making me think it's really fun to always have a tour guide that has like a personality. Oh, yeah. This you guy know? had a great personality. Because yeah. oh, cool. I did a tour in, oh, the tour that I did in Bruges. This lady was so boring. Really? Like, I was with it's my... It's a hit or miss. It, yes. Yeah. And I think when I when I talked about Bruges, I told you that I went with my parents, but I also went with my cousin and her mm-hmm. husband. I did the walking tour with my cousin and her husband, and we were... we. There was another tour that was a little bit either behind or ahead of us, mm-hmm. and we kind of... I think they were behind us, because we started hearing the guy who was doing that tour, and he was awesome. And Uh, my sister had said, there's this really great guy that he did. So they had gotten that guy Uh, when they went to Bruges. And so this guy, we were like, Kind of hanging back, and we ended up just joining like this other tour. But I felt so bad. I was like, I was like, this girl's so boring. I feel so so bad, but also like, she just wasn't a great tour guide, and she wasn't, she wasn't getting into the stories, and like, we were literally. And you're here once, like, wanting to get the full effect. Exactly. And we still, we tipped both of them, just so you know. You tipped her a little bit of tip. Oh, so you tipped her before you abandoned her, eh? Just kidding. No, we actually, like, at the end, we came back around and we, like, Oh, you're like, that was great. We were hiding in the back of the It was so funny. We were literally laughing ourselves the whole time, like, what are we doing? But we just really wanted to hear the stories. He was telling all these really cool stories. So that guy in Bruges was awesome. But then when I was in Ghent, we did get a really great guy. He was mm. awesome. So, yeah, it really does make a difference when when they know how to tell a story and know how to not just tell history in a factual way, yeah. but really engage and you. And they, like, make jokes and, like, animated yeah. and they kind of, yeah. And they interact with you, you yes. know, as a, as a person. Sure. But, yeah, so he was great. And so he took us all around. There are a couple really beautiful cathedrals that are very well known in Ghent, but one of them, St. Bavo Cathedral, is Ooh. probably one of the best known. And that was uh, built in 1274. Wow. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's a beautiful, beautiful city. And what it's known for, aside from its history and just all the different beautiful buildings that exist there, mm-hmm in you know the castle and the cathedrals it's also known to be kind of uh, an arts hub and a cultural hub so it has pretty. a lot of art galleries a lot of museums oh, a lot I of theater that. which of course i love so Ooh. ghent is a place that for me i would i would love to go back to bruges but i know that ghent is a place now i've been to bruges twice i've done two basically two day trips there ghent I want to go back and actually spend a couple days in Ghent. Yeah. Because of the nightlife. 
because they have a great nightlife. They have, again, these museums. I'd love to learn more and and do more in the city, but also I'd love to see some of their theaters, some of their art galleries. And, of course, I'm sure Bruges has that as well. But Ghent is known for that. So Ghent would definitely be my pick as far as going back and experiencing more of the, the full experience, getting to stay the night there and actually the nightlife yeah that'd be really cool yeah but that's ghent you know it's it's a small sweet city that has a lot to offer but just a quick quick little episode love it travel brats you have got to go to brussels you have to go to belgium and just explore i mean it really is i know all of these brussels antwerp what am i missing brussels antwerp ghent uh namur namur and those are the places that yeah, I've been. So I've been to five those. five major cities in in Belgium. And, and me, me too, living vicariously through you. Yes, as yes. We, of course, all together of you having vicariously have visited, you have visited these places. The Travel Brats, I know you guys feel like as if you were here. <laughs> you guys should totally go visit um, Brussels and Ghent and Antwerp and I'm forgetting one again. Uh, Bruges. 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 Nemur. All of them, hey, good guys. Job. They're, it's they're, so beautiful. they're all amazing. Thank you. I appreciate and that. And as always, I will be posting photos the this land week of about Ghent, and you'll see my sweet little niece in her little carrier. Well, well you won't really Sophia. see her. You'll just see that there's a lump where a little baby is, and she's close Incognito. to two now. I can't believe it. But thank you guys for coming along with me to Ghent. And the fabulous land, I mean country, country <laughs> of <laughs> it's too early. That's right. Of Belgium. Belgium. (laughs) Bye, Belgium. Bye, guys. Peace out, guys. See you next week. Hey, it's your travel brat, Nat. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast on your preferred listening platform. We also love reviews, so feel free to leave us a Google review or a review wherever you listen.